Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, September 1st. This is Andrew Bean with a news briefing from The Oregonian in Oregon Life. An advocacy group called the Portland Freedom Fund posted bail for a man this month who faced domestic violence charges and a court order banning him from contacting the mother of his children. One week later, that woman was found strangled to death and stabbed. Mohammed Osman Adan is now charged with murdering the mother of his kids, 36-year-old Rachel Abraham. The horrific crime sent shockwaves through the community. Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt blasted the Portland Freedom Fund for undermining his office's efforts. Prosecutors pursued the highest possible bail of $20,000 for the crime. The Freedom Fund posted the requisite $2,000, or 10%. Adon was ordered to keep a GPS monitor on. According to court records, he cut that monitor off and entered Abraham's home. He had allegedly previously threatened to kill Abraham, had a history of violence, and access to weapons. The Portland Freedom Fund said Adon was referred to them for support because he was a money earner who provided for two children. The group said it, quote, did not receive any indications for concern, unquote. The Portland Freedom Fund last year posted 10% bail on a $2.1 million bail for an Indiana man accused of throwing an explosive device at police in vandalizing the Oregon Historical Society. After he was released, he was rearrested and charged in federal court. On Tuesday, a nonprofit that works with Muslim victims of domestic violence started a petition demanding an apology from Portland Freedom Fund for its actions. Oregon's economic outlook remains stronger than expected, but experts still have an eye on the future. The state expects to take in $600 million more in tax and lottery revenues than forecasters predicted just three months ago. Soaring capital gains, tax revenues, and business gains may push the state's unique kicker tax rebate up by another $500 million, economists said Wednesday. That would bring the total kicker to $3.5 billion, which taxpayers would get as a credit or refund on their 2023 taxes when they file in 2024. Despite the better-than-projected outlook, state economist Mark McMullen said the gains are coming to high-wage earners. Oregon's forecast remains tough to predict headed into the next two-year funding cycle. Because of that, economists prepared two predictions, one based on the Federal Reserve successfully pulling off a so-called soft landing that would rein in inflation without a recession, and a second scenario in which the state would enter a mild recession. If Oregon and the country enters a mild recession, the state would still be on track to bring in more revenue than it expects by the end of June 2023, when the current biennium ends, but that surplus would be just $53 million higher than was predicted three months ago. TriMet's first high-capacity bus line is finally opening next month. The federally funded $175 million division transit project opens for business September 18th. The project has been in the design and planning phase since 2016. Buses will run every 12 minutes. TriMet hopes to bring other capacity bus lines online, but those bigger articulated buses that offer more seating and rear door boarding are expensive, and those plans are far off in the future. A ballot measure that would have started the planning process on multiple major roads like Tualatin Valley Highway, 82nd Avenue, and McLaughlin Boulevard failed back in 2020. A 12-year-old middle school student from Lagrand is a world champion. 
Ella Lease is the youngest ever women's world elk calling champion. Lease won the title in Utah last month. The event is put on by the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, which advocates for both conservation and hunting rights. The annual event brings together the best elk callers around the world. Lease wowed the seven judges, all of whom were either former champions or lifelong hunters. Judges sit behind a backdrop and can't see who's making the call. Lise could have competed in the youth division, but she wanted a challenge. She was runner-up in the women's division last year. To read more about Ella and to hear that beautiful elk call, head on over to hereisoregon.com to read our profile and to watch the video. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.